The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This podcast is brought to you in part by the Pop Insider. The Pop Insider has all the latest in news, merch reviews, and other geeky goodness. Whether you're a wizard, a Sith Lord, or a superhero, fuel your fandom at thepopinsider.com. You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to task him. Sound thinking. To another episode and the first episode of 3031, I mean 2021, after the way last year was, it feels like 3031. Yeah. Stand by, we are now in Futurama realm. Um, welcome to another episode of Wookiee Radio. Hey, first episode, and I didn't we'll call it something else. Woohoo! This is the first time for everything. I got two more chances this week. Well, three more to get it wrong. <laughs> um, it is the Smugglers 3. Okay, Derek, with that look, Mighty Marvel Geeks, Weeby Geeks, and Adventures in Geek. My other three chances oh, right, to get right, it wrong. Right, right. Um, I forgot about that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is the Smugglers 3. Derek, Ken, and myself, Mike, and we're being joined tonight from Sportkle. Yes. I hope I pronounced <laughs> it in that voice right there. You may have heard of on other shows on the Red 5 network that we are a part of. A newly minted Blue Squadron. Um, I, I requested for the show that we are the call sign Blue Bayou since I used you to would live ask for that. I would because we're, we're so fast we Blue Bayou. Uh, I should have seen that one coming from a parsec away. Yeah. <laughs> Holy moly. <laughs> Hey. Can you tell which one of us is actually a father? <laughs> not, not, not at the moment, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll tell you this much. It's the one that's not wearing glasses out of the three of us. Oh, wait. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, 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 the fact is, yeah, you're all wearing glasses. So uh, <laughs> I, I guess it's me then. <laughs> Normally, I don't wear glasses. And it's my daughter and I do a show uh, called Adventures in Geek. But we're not here to talk about that. That other voice you heard is, again, Trevor from Sporkle. Uh, he also does some stuff on the Scarif Scuttlebutt podcast as well. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. No. Known for the, the composing the century modes of Scarif podcast, which so I'm happy to do. You're, you're representing, but you're not here as part 
of Scarif Scuttlebutt um, that hopefully we'll get you on with the rest of the guys later when we bring that entire show on. But um, before we get into things, check out the homepage, WookieRadio.net. Our affiliates down the right-hand side of the page, like Biddy Boomers, uh, Superhero Stuff. They got a great uh, Star Wars and, I believe, Mandalorian Hero Box. Um, their Hero Boxes were great in the past. They are back, hopefully, to the same excitement as in as in the past. Uh, also, to check out our T Public Store, which, hey, I just put up a brand new mask for Wookiee Radio. A mask mug and travel mug or travel tumbler from T Public. It's got the Wookiee Radio logo and the Scoundrel logo. Since we are smugglers. Really? Okay. Yeah. I have to look it up. And it's on a nice shade of green, which I don't know why I think Wookiee Radio. I, I tried to do the gray, but it just wasn't hitting right. But I like the I like the green. I may go back and change the scoundrel logo to a different color and try it on yellow, since we do yellow with the hats, shirts, and whatnot. Um, so check all that out. Also, too, follow us on Twitter for sure at Wookie Radio. Um, because Trevor, I'm sure as you know, but you you have yet to participate shame on you um we are running the great hyperspace chase on twitter i'm doing the questions at least every other week uh there's a new set of questions up we've got two people participating so far we do have a clear leader on the tally board and i am keeping track of scores so um that way we can do a tally and there's going to be a monthly and quarterly winners so there'll be a winner every month um and then there'll be a bigger prize every quarter and we tried to do action bound i don't think people were grasping it so i said forget it i'm just gonna put it on on twitter we get the most reaction most feedback on twitter we're gonna put it there so look for the questions on twitter and we want more participation guys and gals smugglers don't be afraid if if it's wrong answer it's wrong answer but i do say if i say dm us send us a message don't post it out there because if you post it out there i'm not gonna give you points whether you get it right or not so and there are physical prizes for this guys yes trevor is going to be the first non-show member to see because the guys got theirs monthly prizes i got credits i got lots of credits as you can hear trevor's going to test it's like a gallon it's what two-thirds of a gallon size Ziploc bag full of credits. You're going to get some of these. Yep. There's a lot there. I I can assure you of that, all you listeners. And your galactic cred will go up. And uh, I may be, maybe this first month, either this month or maybe February, there may be a Kyber crystal thrown in as well from Galaxy's Edge. I thought Um, you went out to eat them and got one. Huh? I thought you went out to eat them and got one. Um, I have the six. Uh-huh. I, I finally got the six colors. It's the elusive black crystal I'm now looking for. So Zoe and I are starting the great black crystal, the black kyber hunt. We're going to start. Yeah, but they're still that. doing it where um, they randomly give you one. Yeah. Yeah. It's only in the red. For it? Yes. Yeah. Right now they're behind. Well, right now because of the pandemic, but with the red ones now and the reds are the only ones that have it, they put a paper insert inside. Mm-hmm. So, if you try to shine the light through, it's going to be dark no matter what. So you have no way of knowing whether it's the red or the black. So apparently there's a couple different variations on the black one with different sounds for, for each black. But uh-huh. before we get to what Trevor does at Sportkle, Trevor, if you're familiar with the show, you know all about this. 
Oops. This. And cue Derek. Oh, how I missed it. <laughs> um, so I have three cards in front of me. One, two, or three. Right, uh, I'll go with number one. From the left, from the right. From the left. From the left. Eight answers on the board. Remember, don't think like a true Star Wars fan. Try and think like a politician. <laughs> and we know how politics are these days. Um, name a place you can find Princess Leia. Eight answers on the board. And we start right. We start with Trevor. All right. I'm going to go with Alderaan. Looking for Leia in Alderaan places. Number two. I, guess. I think I made no number one here, Derek. The Death Star. Okay. <laughs> number three. Oh. Ooh. Oh. Back to Trevor. All right. Uh, the Millennium Falcon. Number seven. Ooh. Okay, Derek, your turn. What was the question again? Name a place you can find Princess Leia. Eight answers on the board and three have been taken. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll go with uh, the Moon of Endor. <sighs> Believe it or not. Ah. I'm glad you got that one because mine was going to be Endor or Ewok Village. (laughs) Back over to Trevor. Is he going to... Wherever the rebels are. I need you to be more specific, please. Okay. The rebel base. I mean, particularly Hoth, if you need me to be more specific on that. But wherever the rebels are. Rebel base. Number one answer. All right. We'll take Ah. it. Nice one. Hmm. Back to Wookiee Radio. Now it gets more difficult because it's like they're never specific on any of these questions. Yeah. Uh, well, no, because we, we said Millennium Falcon. We said the Death yeah. Star. Those are pretty specific. Well, how about Yavin 4 or Yavin? Number six, hmm. wow. which is where the rebel base is located or a rebel base yeah. is located. I say it depends on which one. I mean, you could have been talking Dantooine. You could be talking Hoth. You could be. <laughs> yeah, but we never saw her on Dantooine. This is true. So back to Trevor and Sport Cole. All right. Okay. This might be out there, but I'll just say uh, inside Padme. (laughs) Hey, this is a family show. (laughs) First strike. One strike a piece. And I will give you credit for that one, though. That was, that yeah. was a good answer. Uh, there are three answers left. All right. How about how about Hoth? Strike. Man, I am on a roll tonight. See why I love this game so much? Just like butter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Back to Trevor. I got a bunch of answers running around my head that I know are not right, or that, that won't be on there, but I know, right? <laughs> All right, so b- back to me then. Yes, sir. Uh, I'll go Jabba's Palace. Mm. Number five. Two mm, wow. answers left. And I will tell you, one of these we've seen her in, and one of these she's talked about. So, really? Yeah. I only gave the clues because if you've listened to the show and we've gotten down to the last two, it's near impossible. <laughs> Plus, Wookie Radio, you got one strike left anyway. So who's taking the guess? One of them we've seen her at. One of yep. them she's talked about. Yep. I have Cloud one City. idea. If you I don't, don't know, Derek, think, think that, is that, that was my idea. What yeah, is it? That's what I was thinking. Cloud City on Bestman. Mm. 
game oh, goes come on. game goes to Trevor and Sporkle. For, right. Trevor gets the, the honor of the first website to score a win yeah. in Smuggler's okay. Feud. Yep. <laughs> I know. It's a, such an honor. All right. I'll go with uh, Actually, B4. You already game, won. Uh, you so. won. Oh, nice. Oh, sorry. Okay. Uh, oh, that uh, end, that uh, end I of thought the we had to keep going. Nope. All right. Fine. I'll, I'll, I'll take the W. So just like in regular. The last two. <laughs> so just like in regular Family Feud, we revealed the unanswered uh, number eight, the war situation room. Okay. Which we see that her almost, in. That's almost impossible. Which we, we yeah, see right. her in um, in A New Hope. Yeah. Number four. She's talked about being a member of the Imperial Senate. So I the thought about Senate. that one. So. Now comes, the fun, now comes the fun part. Trevor, tell us a little bit about what you do at, at Sporkle. And what, yeah, what is, is Sporkle? All right. Yes. So Sporkle is a trivia quiz website. It was launched in 2007. Of course, I didn't come across it till June of 2010. But basically, it's where you can uh, play quizzes of any topic imaginable. And, you know, if there isn't a quiz pertaining to whatever topic you're thinking of, then you can create your own account and then make that said quiz. You know, because, you know, there, there's so much accessibility, you know, I'll, I'll, like 15 categories on Sporkle, main ones. For sure, like geography, movies, television, just for fun. And you also have like science, holidays, religion, etc. You know, and then within. OK, yeah. And, and I also have to mention sports, of course. And then like within the categories, you also have subcategories. So like, for, for instance, you know, NFL would be a subcategory within sports. And then like Thanksgiving would be a subcategory in the holiday section. And then you have Star Wars, a subcategory in the movie section. So I, I am the over seer of star wars oh, cool. in that subcategory as the curator that's that's the title whereas you have editors who's the charge of their own category itself so yeah there's a movies editor who's like kind of oversees you know oversees all the movies quizzes whereas i oversee just the star wars ones and of course you know it's not just the movies if there's a mandalorian quiz out there it's still in the star wars subcategory despite not being in the movies itself so basically my job is to give a a curator pick to a Star Wars quiz that's well received, enjoyable, factually accurate, and that basically lets like the Sporkle HQ know that I think it's worthy to be published. Which you know they go on to publish about ten or so quizzes every day. I mean, not, wow. not all of them Star Wars. Yeah, you know that there's probably right, about right. three or four published. One. Yeah, I, I don't want to get too much in the details, but yeah, it's it's a really fun job to you know message users, you know suggest some improvements to a quiz that they make, especially if they ask for my feedback. And, you know, give those curator picks out. Oh, hey guys, nice. I, I think we need to submit a smuggler's quiz. <laughs> Since we all have the smuggler's guide, that we can come yeah. up with some great questions out of it. And actually, I've been, I, um, I'm a, just a little past halfway through the um, Light of the Jedi book. And there's some good smuggler stuff in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, the new High Republic book. I haven't even started it yet. I just got the preview copies of the audiobook. Yeah, I, I just, uh, I From broke down and just bought the Audible version i i want to get the actual book i just got today as we're recording uh the high republic issue one ah, okay from marvel so oh, did you i have not read it yet i'm busy and normally i've been collecting just the high republic or just the marvel star wars stuff i think with high republic i'm also going to get the idw line as well their title i'm i'm just so 
after watching the uh, the trailer or the uh, the not the trailer the uh, the press panel with the authors on uh, on Monday, I am completely hook line sinker with High Republic. I really am. Uh, what what are you guys think, and what are you guys looking forward to with the High Republic? Go ahead, Trevor. All right. All right. Well, well yeah. It, okay. So, so I did guess. see. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, I did see that trailer that they released. You know, it was like a minute and a half that they released right. on the Star Wars YouTube channel. And I like, I, I wish I was blown away by it, but I was like the most appealing thing was whenever they briefly showed that middle aged Yoda. I'm like, okay, well, I'm, I'm very curious as to what role yeah. he's going to play yeah. within this High Republic series. Um, and then, I mean, uh, another thing is just, I'm most looking forward to like the into into the dark novel by Claudia Gray, yes. just because like yeah. among all the Star Wars authors, like Claudia Gray has like consistently impressed me the most. Definitely with Bloodline and Master and Apprentice. So yeah, I'm most looking forward to that novel and seeing that tie in. Of course, uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I haven't even ordered Light of the Jedi yet. I I should probably do that. You know, I I like to have the physical copy instead of just reading it um you know on a tablet or you know the audiobook even though that that is definitely an acceptable way to go about it but i, I feel like i'm gonna get the paperback of light of the jedi or de- definitely into the dark once that gets released. yeah yeah the the i am gonna get the physical copies but this is also one that you know i'll get the audiobooks as well um because you know, a lot of times i'm listening in the car on the way to work so i could read it some Wherever I leave off, I could try and find where I'm at in the in the audiobook, pick up, listen in the car, and then continue on when I either get to work or get home. Uh, trying to advance forward, so um, so yeah, I, I'm excited for that. Um, if you, I ha- was surprised, and it's not really a spoiler, but that in Light of the Jedi, Yoda's not the only Jedi that you recognize. Really, there is another Jedi Master on the Council that is around at this time. Now we you only see him in the Phantom Menace, but Yariel Poof is in it. Really? Okay. Right. I mean, it's not huge; it's just a cameo <laughs> thing, but just to say that he's there, and he okay. actually has has a small amount of something he's talking about, but that's it. It's it's not like he's a major character or anything. It's just, okay. <laughs> but it's like, hey, there's another nice name I know. <laughs> well, I, I will say if you haven't watched it, uh, watch the the art uh, the author slash writers panel that was put out um, Monday. Now, is that the one they did for, um, virtual Comic Con or New York Comic Con? No, this is the one they did Monday to essentially. Oh, it's a new one. It's a new one to launch High Republic, and they okay. talk and they talk about some of the new characters like the Jedi who goes by the name of Buckets of Blood and we get get a little bit of the story behind where the name came from Uh, they talk about um, the pirates a little bit they talk a a little bit about a new villain or villain race um, that's there Uh, we couldn't be more that would be it sorry sorry. that would be it and it's um, it's pretty long so I mean if you don't want to I end up, I watched it live or I came into it late and I went back and I watched it and I watched it at one and a, one and a half times speed. Um, I was like, okay, but it's still amazing. And, and what they talk about. Um, and they have, uh, Oh, who are the authors they brought in? Um, it was Charles soul, Kevin Scott, Claudia gray, uh, Justine Ireland. And, um, Oh, what's his name? Who's doing the IDW and Daniel Jose older who he's done a young, 
young adult book, and he's also writing the IDW series. Cool. And all these are people that we're going to be striving to try and get on the show. Well, you already know Charles Soule, don't you? You've well, had him over on Mighty Marvel. Yep, yep. And I got to reach out to him about coming on here because um, I told him, you know, shortly after High Republic launch, wanted to bring him on. Uh, I'm working on Kevin Scott and Claudia Gray. Uh, hopefully, we could fit them in our schedules, um, or we could fit in their schedules. So, um, so yeah, I, I'm so, really, ex- so, I'm really excited about all this. So so far, uh, our Light of the Jedi and the comic dealing things that have come out. No, uh, they have uh, young adult novel also. Uh, give me a minute. They put out the adult, regular adult novel, the young adult novel, then the comic book. Uh, Justina, it's Justina Ireland's book that just came out. Yeah, uh, a test of courage. Yes, yes, thank you, thank you. Which I have that as I well. I haven't got that one yet. I'll probably I'll get it as soon as I'm done with Light of the Jedi. Uh, also, too, there has been uh, three Mandalorian books that have come out over the holidays. There was um, there's a Mandalorian young adult novel, a and then two de- two different uh, like learn to read books, and so wow. Zoe's going to be working on those book reviews since she has gravitated and pretty much snatched those out of my hand. She's like, these are mine. I'm like, cool. You get to do the review. Oh, okay. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm excited. And this apparently is a multi-year event. And there's three phases to this. Um, they've been teasing. There's, um, we may be getting a movie or a short series or something out of this. Also, I, I would not yeah. be, su- I would not be surprised if uh, the Acolyte is a, is tied into this. I'm just I'm I'm very um, interested in this because it's an entirely new yeah. Star Wars thing, like a new a yeah. new era, and just it'll be nice to have some some different things. Um, We've had that before, but then it all just fell apart because it was too many hands doing too many different things. Now mm. Michael Siglin uh, breaks down. Here it is: um, Star Wars: The The High Republic. Phase one, which is what we're going in, which is what we have entered in this week, is the light of the Jedi is light of the Jedi. That's what's going through currently. And this will be through this year, maybe a little bit into next year with everything. Phase two is Quest of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. And phase three, oh, if I could get that to close, is Trials of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I had you, I had a feeling you were about to say Trials. I, mm-hmm. I'm, ex- I'm excited for this. And, and then I guess uh, there's news that broke um, in the last couple of days on how they talked about there's a change to the uh, to the rankings or, or to the, the labeling of yeah yeah the timeline um, of the timeline so we got the yeah, high well, republic yeah, yeah. So, yeah there's the mo- there's more than just three eras now because remember originally there was the um, uh, they call it the, what the um, age of the republic age of empire and age of resistance yes well yeah. they broke it down to even cl- even well, that, more uh, let me see if I can find it here I don't know if it's on Star Wars's website I don't see it on their side uh, I don't remember where I don't remember where I saw it yeah Google News popped it up for me earlier 
earlier, so I'm gonna have to look there again. Yeah. Everybody, as everybody goes to Google to figure out where it is. Yes. So either that I'll or find I, it. Have it here. Know. I got it. You got it. Yeah. So looks like there is the High Republic, uh, the Fall of the Jedi. Yes. Reign of the Empire, Age of the Rebellion, the New Republic, Rise of the First Order. Yes. Glad and you found that. Is, that is it. So what do you guys think about this change to the timeline or the, the relabeling? Because the, the reason why I ask is there's been a lot of I've, – I've seen a lot of griping of, oh, no, how can they call the, the prequel trilogy, the of Age of the Republic, The Fall of the Jedi? Uh, well, well, that's what it was. Did you not watch the films? That's what it's about. <laughs> that's See, the whole thing. Yeah, they didn't change anything. If nothing, this just clarifies so because they're putting stuff in more more things in the between that really right. don't because the Age of Rebellion ends with Return of the Jedi. Age of Resistance doesn't start till thirty years later. So things like Mandalorian and all the stuff that happened in between Jedi and Force Awakens are in limbo technically. Right. So this is basically the only, just the only, you have these spots. The only thing I have not even an issue with. The only thing I'm wondering about is the the last one, Rise of the First Order. Shouldn't that be Rise? and fall of the first order because it goes all the way to rise of skywalker yeah yeah well if you think about it the first order was still on the rise when they got um smacked down and destroyed true true they, i mean they true. won at the force awakens and um the last jedi and then you get about a year or two at the most and then um so they basically first just about just come onto the scene at the force awakens by the time you get to rise of skywalker they're done so you got about a three-year mm. period where they're actually trying to go strong <laughs> Right. And, and right now, the, the New Republic has only the Mandalorian in it. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's more uh, coming. They, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. There's more coming. I mean, we got Ahsoka. We've got Rangers of the New Republic, uh, which are spinoffs. We got the Book of Boba Fett yep. as well. And who knows what else is coming out? You have all the novels in there, too. Yep. The Aftermath Trilogy, Bloodlines, all that stuff's in there. Now, speaking, since you brought up Age of the New Republic, did y'all hear... And right now, it's rumor speculation, even though people are going, we have credible sources from within the company, but there's no official what department they're from or the typical leak. And it's not coming from Hollywood Reporter or Variety, who tends to be the credible. They say it. It's true. It's still rumor, but it's pretty much true. They are talking, redoing a retheming of Galaxy's Edge, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Did y'all hear about I this? Did not see that. Nope. Nope. I did no, see I something didn't. where they were thinking about taking out the character, the movie characters, the specific ones like Ray, Kylo. That's all part of the rething, retheming. Yeah, which we knew, we figured this was going to happen anyway when they mentioned they were doing Galaxy's Edge. Well, what when? When we didn't know a lot about Galaxy's Edge when it was first announced as Project Orange or Orange Harvest, Project Orange Harvest, because, you know, California is in Orange County where, you know, Walt Disney World's in Orange County. It just made sense. Project Orange Harvest. Um, what was y'all's speculation of what Galaxy's Edge was going to be? And I think we talked about it here on the show. Something related in within or around the period of the original trilogy. Yeah. So. And then it wasn't until um, what was it when when uh, in 2017 when my family did the Star Wars tour that I came back and said, "Hey, we were told on the tour it may be 
I don't even think they were even at that point yet. So I think it was, I don't think it was started until late 20, 2017. No, I think it was announced in 2017. Um, it, it was talked about, you know, studios, you know, everything at the moment is the current timeline because that's the current films. And that's, that's where, you know, all the theming, you know, with the first order march and everything else. And it's a movie set vibe. Is what we have. Don't know, and no one still knew anything about what Galaxy's Edge was going to be. All we knew is there's a Star Wars land coming, and it's just labeled Project Orange Harvest. I was hoping it was going to be all original trilogy because that's what was already established in the parks with Star Tours. Yeah, yeah, but it, it makes sense that they would go with with the the current right with all the new stuff well now now they're talking about the it's going to take place during the new republic time period now which is this this time around the mandalorian so we will have the man we will have the mandalorian there's a chance we could see you know when characters come back we could see um x-wing pilots as acting as new republic marshals we could see Cara Dune potentially we could see that so kind of makes sense anyway, really, if you think about it, because it's what they did when the the um, when they were doing movies in the Resistance time period. Their their theme park was was movie themed. Well, now right. the now the focus of the media right now of what they're making is in this um, New Republic era. So adjust it, and actually, you don't have to change much. Uh, the tie echelon will have to go change. away. Your troopers change. Kylo's gone. Uh, Ray's gone. But other than that, really, well, v- does the mul- and Falcon say the exact same in terms of design. It can't. So if, it, it would change, it, if anything, it would be the dish. Well, yeah. no, well, don't know. Which radar dish is on it? Uh, the square, the, the rectangular. Okay. Which, who's to say that didn't go up after, you know, when Lando replaced it after knocking off the, the round one during the, the Battle of the Second Death Star? Mm. Remember, that thing comes clean off in that one. Yeah. Um. So who's to say they didn't change it to the other? And then it, it got changed back um, for um, when did it get changed back? Was it round or, or I know in Rise of Skywalker it was back to being round. But was it round? Yeah. Was it round in The Last Jedi or was it square? Or the it should have square because The Last Jedi was immediately following um, Force Awakens. Yeah. Okay. So within that time period it goes back to between A New Hope and or not A New Hope between Last Jedi and Rise it goes back to the round. But Smuggler's Run doesn't change much at all because there's no there's no reference to the first order at all i believe yeah right about, i can see them changing rise of resistance at this point th- this soon i mean there's yeah that's what I was gonna speaking add. very few that's people that have ever actually wrote that rise of resistance could potentially stay and then it because then it becomes a future piece instead of a prequel piece to the land yeah or a and or even somewhat of a current piece well by retheming it allows them to put in a new attraction yeah and them talking about it now, they they wouldn't be doing this for another three to four or five years from now. Uh, they would announce it now and then change it over time. No, the change could the change could happen by the end of the year if they wanted to retheme it. Like you said, there's not much to to, to change. Yeah, I mean, I, mo- but, most of the first order markings is is tapestry. the the no. big the the big thing is to either figure out the tie echelon. Is that a ship that? Has, is that a first order only ship, or was that a ship that may have existed during this time during the <clears throat> New Republic time period? Well, I mean, yeah, go ahead. It, it depends on when when they 
designed it and, and came up with the idea for it, it could have been something that right. the Empire was working on before it, its collapse. Or if you make the villain for the land, um, I mean, you could bring death troopers in. You could bring in stormtroopers, remnant stormtroopers, because we see both, especially with Gideon. Or I say it right there, Gideon. Make Gideon one of the bad guys or one of his officers a visible presence on the in in Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Well, yeah. I have a crazy idea that they will never do. Since Disneyland is still not open, mm. they could actually retheme Disneyland to that time now oh. and leave Disney World in the age or the time of the resistance. Right. That way it makes it's people true. want to go to both parks and not just choosing one or the other. Yeah, that's that's a good theory. I mean, I, I always wondered why would you put the exact same land in two parks when right. you want people to do both? So why don't you do um, something different in the second park? It's because they, they want them to be identical yeah, because, because there's going to be people who are not. Do it. Yeah, now with this, they're going to they're going to try and keep the time timelines the same that way they don't have to explain it but paris is going to start building their galaxy's edge soon and it's only going to have uh i think rise of resistance there's no smugglers run with theirs mm. there's a smaller so not there's nothing that says this is the age of the new republic and we're leading up to that time period of now, maybe it doesn't take place where the shows are taking place. Maybe it takes place even further ahead and it's still that time period leading to the build of the First Order. And if so, you know, you could still leave Kylo since he's one of the major threats, still could leave the First Order troopers. But I'd be curious to know, during this time period, are there still remnant troopers around that are causing that are causing a, a a battle of power between the Empire and the First Order, or or the new Empire and the First Order. I I still don't because Galaxy's Edge opened what two years ago? Twenty nineteen. Yep. Okay, and twenty twenty was a wash. I don't yep. see them basically one year in redoing the whole thing. Yeah, I don't either. Um, I think Trevor may agree with me on this, being with what he does. Um, Disney's going to follow the money. And right now, yeah. the money is with the Mandalorian. Every- That's fine. Yeah, yeah, but but, but from a logistics perspective, sure. yeah, it, it, it's it, it depends on like how much it would cost them to basically transform their area into catering more towards the Mandalorian. Like if they right. believe, yeah, it's it's a smart financial decision. It's going to make more in the long run. Then yeah, that they'll that, that they could definitely go that route. But, well, uh, yeah, yeah. See, I, I'm not some expert. I I haven't I haven't even been to Galaxy's Edge myself. I I got um yeah. well for, from. My, my parents they basically you know this is one of my Christmas gifts is come see me at Galaxy's Edge Spring Break 2021 you know it's got a picture of Chewbacca there <laughs> stuff you know so yeah adventure awaits but yeah it's got, considering I haven't even been there myself I, I'm not really in a position to say one way or the other of how Disney plans on going about you know th- th- their changes supposedly well I, out of all of us mike's the only one that has been and so well, sorry i got inside edge i work at the parks um for no i you never told us that before no <laughs> um i i do foresee did you uh, say you were a janitor no oh lord no um i have you gotten mutant abilities yet from your shot Yes, I now have the power of sarcasm. 
Oh, you're the master of that. <laughs> um, there, I could see them making the change because look at all the uproar there has been with the sequel trilogy. Then look at how um, the Mandalorian. Look at all the feedback that's come with it and how everyone has embraced it. And part of this whole rumor too is they're coming out and saying the sequel trilogies are are going to be gone and they're not going to be canon. Who said that? This is all coming out of the same set, same rumor mill for that that there is supposedly strong support of and, and, and reliable sources coming out of Disney, which even though I've been on medical leave, none of this, I wasn't hearing any of this before. Yeah, I, I think this is all, this is becoming yeah. less and less possible the more details you're telling us. The 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 movie trilogy, I don't see going away, but I can see. No. And I would not be surprised to see a, a change to the theming of Galaxy's Edge to be Mandalorian themed. It would not be that hard to do. It's just, you would have to, have to uh, thing, merchandise that was specifically geared around First Order and Resistance would have to change to New Republic and still the and going back to the Imperial Cog. Right. And one more thing, Mike. Yeah. Is I, I'm also think. Well, I think that that could be a lot more realistic if, like, in season three of The Mandalorian, we have a chapter in which you know Din Djarin goes to Batu. I, I feel like that would be like a push in yeah. the right direction as well, to making it. Well, supposedly there's been a Batu Easter egg in the show because apparently the X-Wing that's sitting at Galaxy's Edge Orlando even though it's the the X-Wing from the sequel trilogy is one of the X-Wings featured I believe it's Filoni's X-Wing in the Mandalorian because if you look yeah, it, well, that's they, um, they, that way they didn't have to build one they had one they were moving already and it has a fully built cockpit already so it's um, built in that cockpit well no the, the cockpit they had to unseal it because it was weather sealed and then they had to throw everything into it. But, okay. but again, it was easier to put everything into that one instead of building everything. They were able to hijack it for filming before it was being used, before it got sent down. And all, all they had to do was focus on the cockpit area. There are, there are three main things that I think about in relation to this story. And number one is, like you said, Trevor, the logistics of it is, is, uh, seems to be too much would be too much at this time the other thing is like you said ken they've only been open a little while and they're already going to switch things that i don't know that doesn't seem it seems too soon and then not the first time it's happened that the quick. third thing is the other thing is kids who are the main you know the the main uh what's the word i'm looking for target audience the, the kids yes the kids who are the main target audience love the sequel trilogies because that's their trilogy yeah well i i asked zoe this question i said how would you feel if they made the makeover from the sequel characters to characters from the original trilogy in the mandalorian and she's like i can live with that she's 11 but that reaction wasn't yes 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 let's do it right it was well if they do it that's fine true but it it shows that even with the kids especially if they've been watching mandalorian and they know what's coming with the other stuff they're gonna be okay with it now if they could meet the child if they could meet grogu there and there that's one of the things that's being talked about is there would be a grogu meet and greet 
potentially with the Mandalorian as well. Yeah, but the puppeteering of what they have in the um in the in Grogu for the on set, Disney can make an animatronic one, no problem. Uh, Disney the walk and talk with the way the, the way that puppet works. Oh yeah, they're regular with the with the animatronics that they do on their stuff anyway. It would look even better than on the movies. Disney Disney could do the puppet just like what they use on the show with our with our puppeteers. I mean, we've got some of the greatest puppeteers on the planet here. I would say yeah, our you'd pu- our talk, was, you'd interact with them. Yeah, because the puppet would actually move and do it, and it react to you because you'd have someone in the back with a camera. Not just, or underneath. I, I don't want to share too much of our magic, but with the Disney magic, it could be done. Yeah. Um, I I could, I could see the potential of a change. Uh, it wouldn't be that hard. It's just how would you deal with specific changing of, well, the First Order shop would definitely become a Mandalor- a um, Imperial shop. The, resist- the, the Resistance shop would become a New Republic shop because I would expect the, the Phoenix to go from the orange to the blue as we're slowly seeing it in the in the Mandalorian um I could see more Mando stuff potentially being brought in uh I would love to see a Mando guild at Galaxy's Edge um build a culvert yeah um, Disney's already got tunnels change up one of those and actually utilize one of the tunnels um and actually build a culvert underneath the set that's only at Magic Kingdom the other yeah the but all- they got other they could easily do it not not put in a tunnel they could do it. it wouldn't be that. It, they would have to tear up too much to do tunnels at studios. There are no existing tunnels at studios. I know. I work there. The only other tunnel in any of the parks is at Epcot, and that's at the front of the park under Future World. That's it. That's it. And I've been there too. So um, it, it can happen. Uh, like I said, it's just everything that's merch specific for the sequel trilogy. Um, I mean, they sell the USB stick that looks similar to the data stick that Poe's given uh, from Von Snydo uh, in Force Awakens. But that's something that could be that's still from the New Republic time period as well, or right, or the, the Reign of the Empire time period. It, it could fit that era. Um, it's more resistance specific. It's more first order specific. We have to go. And then they would have to figure out what to do with the tie echelon. That's it. See, if you're going to retheme, I, if anything, I would suggest to them, don't be so precious about exactly what time period you're in. Fans of Star Wars just want to live in Star Wars. So you yep. make it a generic. And then that way you can have, say, for a month, you have stormtroopers walking around. The next month, you have first order troopers walking around or a certain times of the day are different can be different well, people are not going to be confused because for most people star wars is star wars they don't care what time frame it is you could have anakin skywalker walking around and the mandalorian walks up to him it's not going to make a difference for most people who are going to paying to go to a theme park now the um galactic star cruiser is different the um hotel right but that doesn't land could be any time it doesn't matter well the star cruiser i, mean, I, I, I will say that that's a good point Ken. i mean it, it reminds me of the phineas and ferb star wars you know episode that they did where at the very end of the opening crawl, they said, and none of this is canon, so just relax. Yeah. Right. But the problem is, Galaxy's Edge is canon. Um, so, I mean, I have no problems with the TIE Echelon staying there. If they could, if they could retcon it to, it was a ship from the 
New Republic or the tail end of the Reign of the Empire era, since we're using that terminology now. Uh, personally, I wouldn't mind seeing, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing this, the tie echelon go away and the slave one be there. And yeah, that's a lot of money to, um, for a ship that you just built with the tie echelon to replace yeah. it with something like the slave one or the razor crest. Yeah. The other option. Then you got to totally build a brand new ship. The other option. I, mean, I know it's just a frame, but the other option is somehow modify. You're muted there, Derek. No, we, we totally lost you. The, the other option. Oh, there we go. The only other option I could think of is put the upper upper uh, tail on it and make it whatever the make it the next generation Lambda class uh, shuttle. Since the TIE Echelon has a shuttle like look, let's let's take it to that next step. And that would be the easiest thing to to do to the TIE Echelon is give it a new coat of paint and put put the upper tail on it. And, and it's a new class of shuttle. I was going to say they could they could actually do the razor crest really easily because you know all they need to do is scatter a bunch of pieces on the ground too soon. Yeah. No. Nope. Dig a couple of craters. That'd be perfect. <laughs> but you know before we get too far in, um let's do a quick sporkle uh round of trivia uh, cuz we got about 10 minutes left of record okay. time. So set us up there Tri- Trevor. So Trevor, tell us how we, how this works. All right. Well, yeah, you, you have all downloaded the Sporkle Party app. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay. So yes, you have the Sporkle Party app. So now we could choose one of three different packs. You know, the official Star Wars pack that you know I paid ninety nine cents for, or either of the two packs that I created personally with my own trivia. You know, the Mandalorian or the Clone Wars. You know, why, why don't you play along with us? We got, and we'll add this as a bonus: Wookie Radio versus Sporkle competition. Right. And okay. and let's do the let's do the one that you, that you didn't make, obviously. Yeah. yeah, that seems a that seems a little uh, a little unfair to Trevor. There's <laughs> three yeah. of us. Well, no, no, no. Well, we're all playing individually on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's individual. Okay, we'll, so, we'll make an individual. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah, it's Star Wars by Sporkle. I find your lack of trivia disturbing. So yeah, I can just explain the rules. So there, yeah, there's going to be ten basic questions, and then there's going to be a final bonus question where you wager all the points you obtain. But for the regular 10 questions, you're going to type in the answer that you think it is, and then you're going to type in a number, 1 through 10, of how confident you are. If you absolutely know this answer 100%, then you press the 10 button. And then if you don't know it at all, you know you're, whatever you're going to type is going to be wrong, and you press the 1. Okay. And you can't reuse the same button each time. So then if you've already used the 10, then you should go to the 9. If you've already used the 1, then you go to the 2. Ah. So then it calculates however many points you got. If you get it right, you get that many points. If you miss it, you, you don't get any points, but you don't lose any either so that, that's how it works okay so i'm gonna go ahead and host this uh party and then it's gonna be uh a six digit code here so i'm gonna tell you the code okay we click join you, party first? yeah yeah so you click join yep. party and then you uh, type okay, in the okay. and then you type in the code which is nine six three three five four hold on one more time all right so the code is nine six three three five four and you know what i am in i am right, yep i we got wookie Ken, Derek, and 
WBG Mike. FBS. All right, so now we can start the game. So we'll go ahead and start the game here, the Star Wars pack. So these questions how, will probably how be... How close do you have to be on actually spelling on this if you're typing it in? Um, well, I mean, j- just close enough. I mean, the, the, the machine will get it for you. So, I mean, these questions are mostly easy. I mean, I didn't create the questions. You know, this is the official Star Wars pack. So, you know, the first question we got, which character appearing in episode three famously uses four lightsabers in a single duel? And the best so, part, and the best part is, you, the listeners. Sorry, you're not going to be able to join in because this game's going to be over by the time. Yeah, yeah. So I'm all okay right, with so the we've all typed in, All right. Well, is this going to make good uh, audio? Oh, all yeah. right. So the yeah. So so the yeah, correct we're just answer. Talking way through it. General Grievous. All right, and we Woo-hoo. all got that right. So then now we uh, all bet ten points. So now we're all at ten. Now we go to question two. All right. Question number two. Who is Dooku's former master? <laughs> all right. All right, no, 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 never mind. I'm probably going to lose this game now. All right. <laughs> yeah. uh, Wait, I don't remember. This one yet. I'm working right. on it. Well, I, I can't believe I just did that. Okay, <laughs> so, yeah, my, my, my percentage of winning has now uh, decreased significantly. I'm uh, a little bit embarrassed because what I typed in was close, but not close enough. Because Dooku's former master was actually Yoda, and I typed in Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah, Qui-Gon that's his, that's his I know, that, that was his apprentice. Uh, I realized that, and now, yeah, my chances aren't, aren't too good. So, yeah, me and Derek Where missed that. Like on that one, Derek? Huh? Yeah, but, but, but I bet Did nine points on, on it. I, I, I should not yeah. have bet nine points. So now Ken and Mike are at 19. Myself and Derek are at 10. Question number three. All right. Which organization blockaded Naboo, setting the events of episode one in motion? Let me, let me just hope I don't miss any other questions. I basically have to count on Ken and Mike, you know, missing one <laughs> in order to give me a chance, well, well, which doesn't look too good. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but, hey, so sometimes it'd be like that. Hey, wait, when you're when you're hanging around in the, the hyperspace lanes. All right. Yeah. So, so we've all submitted our answer, and that is Trade Federation. So we all got that right. So now we go to question number, what, four? Yeah, we go to four. So what are the small, furry, <laughs> bird-like creatures that live on the planet Octu called? Dinner. <laughs> the other white meat. <laughs> all right, so we all answered porgs or porg, and we're all correct. So now we go to the next question here. All right. So question number five, which, what creatures did Luke use as target practice when flying on Tatooine? Oh, I might spell it incorrectly. <laughs> all right. So we all answered Womp Rats and that, that's the correct answer. All right. So now quick update on the scores. Ken and Mike are at 40. Derek's at 34. I'm at 31. All right. So now question number six. What planet is the Jedi Temple on? Even though there's this more one than does, This of, one's not fair because there's a bunch of... Uh, uh, I know, but I guess they're asking for the main Jedi Temple. See, I, yeah. I didn't make these questions. So. You know what they mean. Yeah. Hopefully I can spell close enough that it knows what I'm talking about. I hope so, too. I know. Well, yeah, I, I, I can still update it to, like, give you the correct answer if you, like, misspelled it and it doesn't count. So... We all the correct answer the same, is so. Coruscant, Coruscant, and everyone got it right except for Mike because no. he spelled C O R S U C A N T. But I'm going to go ahead and give him the points anyways. So I'm going to move it to the, the green, and then oh, now oh. we go to question number seven. So who is the vile gangster mentioned in the opening crawl of episode six? Yeah, I know the, these questions are fantastic, and yet I still missed one. All right. 
that that's a, that happens all the time. Uh, yeah. uh, I had I've had all three versions so far of the Star Wars Trivial Pursuit, and every once in a while, one of the easiest questions in the world you just <laughs> pop out the first answer is like, oh wait, no, that's too late now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, you have a you have a Are brain you, fart or yeah, exactly. So we all said Java the Hut. Oh, I, I'm surprised and, it took the spelling. Yeah, yeah I know. Mike's spelled Java with only one B, but it counted. So we're going now to the next one. Um, yeah, what species of spies stole the plans for the second Death Star? Oh, yes. Tricky one here, if you can call it that. All right. Yep. So it looks like we all said Bothans. And yep, that is the correct answer, Bothans. So just like that, it's 52 for both Ken and Mike. Derek's at 49. I'm at 43. <laughs> all right. So where does C-3PO tell the Stormtrooper he is taking R2 on the Death Star? This one's kind of almost a guess, yeah. but I think I'm right. Yeah, I know. I, I, I know. The, the, this is probably the toughest one. Where does C-3PO tell the Stormtrooper <laughs> taking R2-D2 on the Death Star? Well, we're all thinking the same thing, though. <laughs> we are. Yeah. Watch your so wrong. if we're wrong, we're all wrong. All right. Oh, we got Okay, yeah, I'm putting the one point on there because I don't think I'm going to get this right. Yep, I, I, I got this wrong because yeah, you all definitely got this wrong. Yep, all right. Wow. Recalibration is not the same thing as maintenance. So, <laughs> all right. Recalibration is what they do at maintenance. Yeah. Well, that's exactly. that's why he was taking them to maintenance is for recalibration. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. giving you the All point. Right. No, 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 that, no, no. I, I don't deserve it. So no, now I'm, I'm at 43. I'm at 43. Derek's 52. Mike and Ken are at 54. And we move to question 10. What Jedi skill does not work on Watto due to his being a toy dairy? I don't even think they worded that question right. But hey. You, you get what you get. So. No, actually, that's uh, that's the way it is. Toydarians are not, um, it doesn't work on. Yeah, I, I, I know, but it's just how they word it. You know, what Jedi skill does not work on Watto due to his being a Toydarian? It should have said due to him being a Toydarian instead of his. But. Yeah, well, see, I wasn't sure, like, can you just put mind trick? I wasn't sure if it was, if that would be good. Yeah, they have a number of acceptable answers mm. along with just the one that's worded. So it's listed as mind trick. And we all said Jedi mind trick. You said mind trick. So none of us had the plural form, but they still automatically accepted it. So that moves us to now we finish the main round. So now we go into the final wager round. So now you can vote on how difficult you prefer the last question. I'm going hard because uh, I have to. So I I would encourage you all to vote hard as well and see what happens. All right. And then now you pick how many points you want to wager between 0, 10, and 20. I'm going for it all. All right. Here we're going to go with the final question. I'm nervous. What does Ray take from Luke before leaving Ock 2? Hmm. Ah, they finally put a difficult one in there. That's right. Yeah. Yep. All right. So we'll see what I totally happens. Sit, mess that one up. Right, just I, waiting on. I, I, I've, got, I've got the same answer as you, Trevor, but I'm a little more broad with my yeah, well, answer. Well, well, see, all right. Ken's got. All right. So we got the sacred Jedi. No, autocorrect. Jewish text and lightsaber. All right. And the correct that answer autocorrect got me. Jedi text. All right, books counted. If books didn't count, I, I probably wouldn't have pressed the the give it to you anyways. But I, so I would, Jewish I would text get, didn't count. Jewish text. Wait. Oh, come I, on. I would, I would give I would give it to him that right, for, right, for right, the autocorrect. Yes, but, but because Luke knows all all about Judaism, and so That's does right. Ray apparently, and, and, and so all does right. so does a sm- certain smuggler on this okay. podcast. All right, and now for the final standings. So. Uh, 
yeah, th- there's a tie with uh, Ken and Mike. Both finished with 75 points, which is a perfect score. You cannot do higher than 75. Whereas I got 65, and then Derek missing because he said lightsaber on that final yeah. wager thing. Put him at 34. So, well, that's that, cool. that, there we go. And, and that's the results of the Star part. Wars yeah. pack. And I still feel dumb for saying Qui Gon instead of Yoda. <laughs> Dude, he's mess, but hey, yeah. You know, no, you know. said now, something. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Sporkle, you guys—they, you guys actually run um, trivia like bars and stuff too, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. They, they have Sporkle Live. That's that's okay. going through all the country. I still have yet to attend an actual Sporkle. Yeah. Live. I've, I've not been to one, but I've heard commercials because around here there's a couple of sports bars that obviously before all this stuff happened was doing it at a couple of bars around here where they were actually running leagues or something. It was weird. It was interesting. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. I, I definitely plan on attending a Sporkle Live event pretty soon. You know, you know once they start i guess opening up again or that they might have already i, I guess i need to do more research on that but <laughs> yeah congrats what? on ken and mike for tying with the perfect score i mean if you want to do my mandalorian pack you know i won't participate because i've already made oh. a question but I, I feel like that there won't be a tie we we don't we don't have time this week but this okay. is a, but we will have to get it and play it on a future all episode all right, all right. have yeah. fun with it this um, is awesome where can people find you online yeah so okay well thank you for asking go um yeah you can find me on twitter at trevor beast 454 that's you know also the username to my sport account so that's t-r-e-v-e-r beast 454 so you can follow me on twitter if you're not already and there's a really good chance that i'll follow you back and then also sporkle.com slash user slash trevor beast 454 as you can see all the different star wars quizzes that i made like like my most recent one that i just released a couple days ago is you know star wars han solo's visited planet so name all the planets that han solo appeared visiting within the star wars oh, movies that's cool. yeah, that's a, yeah so so a bunch of different quizzes on there and you know the, there's also the sporkle you know, if you want to play Star Wars ones, then that would be sporkle.com slash games slash subcategory slash Star Wars. Awesome. I'm well, thank, thank you for joining now, us this week. Yeah, yeah uh, absolutely. You failed it, it to mention, it says on your Twitter bio that you are the curator of Star Wars and St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> that, that, that is true. I, I also am in charge of the St. Patrick's Day. Qu- you know, it's just that you, you all aren't really a St. Patrick's Day podcast, so it didn't really seem relevant. <laughs> <laughs> at the time but true yeah yeah I, I i actually haven't seen a single saint patrick's day podcast in existence but if there is i'll i should probably guest star on that as well well it's only mainly re- relevant to us because derek lives in massachusetts where saint patrick's day yeah. is like the number one religious holiday in the um on the oh, calendar you ain't kidding <laughs> it, it ranks higher than christmas <laughs> uh, uh, I, I can believe that. So, well, thank you for the alcoholics. <laughs> thank you for joining us. Uh, it was a blast. Um, again, check out the webpage, WookieRadio.net. Uh, follow us everywhere on social media at WookieRadio. Email us, Wookie at WookieRadio.net if you have any questions. Start playing the great hyperspace chase. Just check our timeline on, on Twitter for how you get you know, for the questions and their point values so you can start playing along. Um, I've tried to make it as simple as, as I can make it. So um, on that note, we'll see everyone on the flip side. Give the evacuation code signal. All right, cut the chatter. Jet, I can hold it. Pull up. No, I'm all right. I have placed information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2. 
My name is Quo. I tread paths by moonlight that others fear to speak of during the day. I've talked to gods, loved women, and written songs that make the minstrels weep. You may have heard of me. Join Mandy and her friends as they explore Patrick Rothfuss's best-selling fantasy series, The Kingkiller Chronicle. You can find us at casterquest.com or on the ESO Network. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping at the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek. This has been a Weeby Geeks production.